0: This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And
2: uh, welcome. We were both doing Jim Laker impressions just now for absolutely no reason at all. I mean, it doesn't really play to anything, (laughs) do we? Well, we got a bit. We did go both a bit Jim Laker. It's not a great Jim Laker impression, no, really. but where, you can't work mention, anywhere with that, mention, can not We're not going to get any after-dinner work, Hughes. are
0: we?
2: <laughs> the Lakers, ladies and gentlemen, we both come on the two
0: Jim Lakers. It's very, very niche, that is it, from the after-dinner circuit. I think, now you'd have to be Jim Laker with your 19 wickets, and I'd be Tony Locke, just yeah. taking the one Do you weekend. do Tony Locke? Well, I can shave my head in that sort of Tony Locke-ish style. Uh, this is really zeitgeisty, <laughs> isn't it? Eh? All the
2: kids, they're loving People this. We were going, who the
0: hell? LA, but never mind. look them up wikipedia anyway
2: um this is the <laughs> 1956 yeah of course it's h&j <laughs> daily uh matt ford popped in to see us forest fan comedian he does have he's a well he does have a very good donald trump as you well you'll hear that it's pretty excellent if you've seen actually. his tv show you'll know that but uh he talked football as well yeah um we played uh another popular uh, daytime quiz involving footballers and star wars That's stars um, what else did we? Do? We had a chat about various things. Yeah,
0: we? I misspoke about uh, my hopes for the season. You, you did hear that at the top. And what else do we do? Uh, Tim Vickery was in. Oh yeah, and the game, our, our new game. Did we, oh, we mention that?
2: Well, I've just mentioned that. Course, yeah, I've yeah, okay. such a Sorry. good memory. Sorry. And uh, Tim Vickery joined listening. us. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone.
0: Good afternoon, Nick. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And can I just say, no, I, I want Liverpool to win the league. Oh, no, sorry, I misspoke. I don't want Ooh, Liverpool to win. Oh, a bit of political league. satire. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you might have. Beautifully done, it's yeah, yeah. Brilliant, that wasn't it? The best. His best <laughs> yet, I felt.
2: I think we've got. To, I think basically we've got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and given his history, take what he says at face value.
0: I think we're all prepared to do. We're that, all prepared aren't we? to do that. Yeah, and uh, very funny moment. We always like this when it happens on uh, Twitter. But Alison Becker who's the real Alison oh, Becker no. said, excited to announce I will be joining Liverpool as a goalkeeper, except this woman, I think, is an actress in Hollywood or some sort. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, there, might, not, there, there are probably are is. quite a few Alison Beckers out there. If he has a couple of
2: bad games, he lets <laughs> one in in the Merseyside derby against Manchester United. Yeah. She might not be quite so pleased to be sharing his name.
0: I think, I think it's, uh, you know, I, uh, if I was him, you, you would mm. go to Liverpool, mm. wouldn't you? They're in the Champions League. They've just been in the final of the Champions League. They, they're probably going to challenge. They're a bit more stable. I, I, well, I'm your not cl- I mean,
2: even you've said that. You think
0: they're the biggest threat to no, I City do think next to the, oh, I do think they're the biggest threat. And if they get him, they'll definitely be the biggest threat. But from Chelsea's point of view, I mean, you know, there are other goalkeepers out there that cost a lot less and I think are just as good. So uh, you Who know. would you like then? Because it looks like you could be in the market Well, you know, it's very hard to say what you like because it's not fair on other teams. It's not fair on Leicester if I I'd, say, oh, yeah, I'd like Schmeichel. the oh, not... fans are going to go, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, thanks very much. You but know? okay, you can say it as a fan. I mean, no, but as it, yes, if it was me and it was my money and I was. I spending wouldn't mind
2: it... Mbappe, but I'm not expecting a lot of PSG fans <laughs> to get on my back.
0: <laughs> you know. but... All right, well, I'd say Schmeichel if he was available.
2: You would like Schmeichel over Jack Butland, who probably. Also
0: good, but I think Schmeichel's slightly more experienced, slightly more advanced in his, you know. Okay. And he's won the league as well, so he's got that, just that touch more experience and played in the World Cup. If we, what, are both great keepers. I, I wonder what Schmeichel say would
2: cost you because I mean, you, I mean,
0: forty if the other one's sixty. Well, you know, but
2: you Peter Schmeichel has won the Premier League. Has got loads of Premier League experience. You Kasper. can
0: argue, Kasper, Sorry,
2: yeah, Peter would Who be. but You're talking about bringing. You're talking about bringing Czech back. <laughs> well, so you might as well bring Peter yeah, Schmeichel. That, that's in.
0: going to be like as a sort of you know, goalkeeping coach type number two. You sure, think so? I'd have thought so. But, but I
2: mean, do you know what I mean? Schmeichel. If it happens, Schmeichel has won it. And has hmm. got a lot of Premier League experience. You could argue you should be worth more than uh, than Walter Becker, formerly of Steely Dan, sadly no longer with <laughs> no us. No longer
0: with us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, last night uh, I watched the Home Run Derby. Ah, okay. Exciting, so you found actually. some sport to watch. Well, yeah, it was in. Uh, it was in. Yeah, well, I didn't watch much of it. I just watched the last. It's quite fun actually. They, hmm. they could do. Explain that what print. it is, Andy. Basically, they they get somebody pitches the ball to the. To the this is baseball. Of course, baseball, isn't it? Yeah. and the, you have to hit as many home runs as you can. I think it's near about three or five minutes, something like that. And you can have breaks, and you can earn bonus thirty seconds. And it was quite a, the bloke who won it. His dad was pitching to him. Hmm. It's quite a responsibility because you've got to put it in the right place. You know, it's just a bit like lobbing it up for a batsman to yeah. hit it for six. But you've got to put it in the right place. And so this was his dad, and really, you know put a sort of pressure on him. He didn't see, seem like he was going to win it, and then he came from behind, and he did. Very exciting. Did you
2: see the uh, excellent catch by the um, Indian uh, fan in the crowd yesterday?
0: No, I didn't see I did watch the cricket yes yeah. When was that?
2: Ball, and, uh, hit the ball, but ball went into the crowd, and it a lovely. A lovely take What's by, by one of the... the series. Uh, have you ever caught one in the, in the crowd, Anna? <laughs> no, no, I mean, the No. I've never caught one on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> then I caught one in the crowd. Because that brings its own pressure. Because when yeah. you're out on the pitch... Your job, really, if you're, you know, out that way, hmm. if you're sort of long on, long off, your expectation is the ball's going to come out the sky. You got to catch it's it. It's a
0: horrible feeling. I you dropped got... Billy Goddleming at North Middlesex wow. playing for the Bunburys and he, he hit it miles up in the air, and it was uh, coming to me. I was thinking, oh, why is this coming to me? Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just. I knew I wasn't going to catch it. Well, I it,
2: felt the responsibility yeah. when we played in a Bunbury game, and old Dave Faunton the, yeah. the, the, the former. Now you're
0: a good fielder. You've got a good eye for that.
2: The former uh, Kent I've skipper. Got no eyes. I, well, I was a, I was a <laughs> long on or long off. I can't remember, but uh, hmm. he obviously made contact with it and I could tell I thought, if I dropped this because you were bowling you to yeah. absolutely kill me so <laughs> but maybe the talk sport listener has caught one at the cricket or at the baseball I mean, yeah. football's different. You haven't really particular. Well, I mean, it, you can't. You can't catch it. No, you get. Could, you, you no, you get a, I remember a guy once at uh, at Tottenham. The ball was fired into the crowd by a defender, mm. and he stood up and in one movement. I think Ian Walker was the keeper at the time, and not having his his mm. best period at the club. This guy just stood up, bolt upright, just caught it above his head. It didn't clean, punch it. Clean as a whistle. No, <laughs> yeah. nobody. Says, in those days,
0: they used to catch it. Give him keepers. a shirt. Walks. <laughs> give him a shirt. You so can't imagine that. But it's a little ripple of applause. Melania, she caught one the other day, didn't she? Yeah. And Donald flipped it to. It could have been good if it's sort all. Of Broken Nice, nails, thing he's done a little bit of keepy uppy and then volleyed <laughs> it back into his face. <laughs> it would have been so, it? <laughs> um, have you
2: managed to catch the ball? Uh, let us know. Not being hit by it, as such. But if you've managed to get a clean catch, or did you fail miserably at the cricket? Especially as we said, you're holding a pint in one hand and a and a pie or a sandwich mm. in the other. It's hard to put all that down. Well, you do what they do in baseball: catch it in the catch it in the cup,
0: or catch it in the cup, catch it in your beer. People take their own mitts, like taking your own wicket keeping gloves. Yeah. The cricket would be ridiculous that would be a bit that would be a bit much take your, your own inners <laughs> got your
2: inners on and your gloves so anyway maybe you know someone who does that maybe you know someone who does turn up at the cricket with, a, with the wicket keeper's gloves on if so, have a word with them. Talksport.com forward slash h You can text to 81089 or you can tweet to uh, TSH&J tell us about your experiences of dropping or catching one in the crowd in any sport. We always love a sporting measurement
0: on this show. And this mm. actually is quite appropriate, this one, because the first water company to impose a hosepipe ban are losing the equivalent themselves of 175 Olympic-sized swimming pools worth of water through yeah. leaks. Is that right? Yeah, so you, that, for that case, the... Olympic pool, which is often used for things like milk or wine, which you couldn't mm. think possibly use that. Yeah, 20,000
2: Olympic-sized swimming pools. Yeah.
0: Here, 175 Olympic-sized swimming pools. You can imagine that going, you know, you, that's not difficult. That's no, it quite, isn't. It's quite true, useful. Andy. So well done for that one. Um, the
2: PA announcer at Fulham, I don't know who does it these days, but um, should prepare for the possible signing of a Swiss player from Young Boys oh, yeah, because they're going to need a little bit of echo whenever he says his name. What's his name? Um, he's, if he, so he's going to have to say, uh, playing it right back today, for Fulham, number two, Kevin Nbarble. That's his name. <laughs> I mean, Nbarble. I mean, Nbarble. Like, like, uh, yeah. They can bob, Yeah, yeah. Be good. so uh, just get a little bit of reverb mm. on that for
0: Fulham if they do manage to up their £4 million bid and sign it. You know how sometimes transfers, players, just it's just suits. You can just see why it happened. Mm. And this one, Sam Clucas from Swansea to Burnley. Actually, a dice signing. He's, he's, he looks yeah. like a Burnley player before he's even joined them. Mm. So, it'd be a good sign. know <laughs> I, I don't mean that in a disparaging way. He just fits their sort of profile of play. He's a good player, actually. I yeah. quite like him. So, yeah, sure, Burnley fans are pleased with that one. Indeed. Good um, stuff. Rondon has a well, 16.5 million release clause, which Newcastle apparently won't pay. I mean, blimey, that's cheap, I isn't think, it? Yeah, In I like today's Rondon. market, for a guy that scores goals, I know he has yeah. this old dry spell, but to me, that sounds quite cheap. I am... Um, I th- we were talking about that backup strikers, weren't we? Last year, I mean, mm. he probably
2: wouldn't really be described as a backup. No, you wouldn't want to be. But he's I mean, if you went play, to but... if you
0: went somewhere like Tottenham, you know, you'd yeah, probably I, be good for that. I like Rondon, I must say. So uh... I know. And the other big question of the day is... I, what... I mean, I like anybody
2: at the moment. It's a bit quiet on the Spurs <laughs> oh, yes, front, honestly. really.
0: It's such. A... I was looking at the. the mm. I think it was the Times or the Guardian. One of the Papers today did a sort of whole list of your clubs and who they've signed oh. and who they haven't, you know, and all this stuff. And <laughs> Spurs, it's always the same at this time of the year. Key players in, none. Key players out, none. <laughs> so, target so Grealish, Marshall, all good. Mm. Matthias Delight, is it? And Pavard, who's a Delit. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, Delit. Well done. He's an mate. absolute Delit. As an IX watcher, our yeah. producer. So, <clears> well <throat> done to him for that. And uh, surplus requirements, Fernando Laurenti, Vincent Janssen. I didn't even know you're still there. You can do that as a course of I didn't even realise he was still there. Really? Isn't one of those players that you think. Well, I'm he sure, is, he's gone. Well, he, he went
2: on loan to um, to Turkey hmm. and got injured. Oh. So um, they very kindly decided they didn't want him sitting there on the <laughs> and bench saying, and no, sent it back me, but, to us to get fit.
0: George Kevin Nkudu. Yeah. And Musa Sissoko.
3: Is George servants?
2: Kevin
0: Nkudu still our player? <laughs> That's what I mean.
3: And didn't wow. realise he was still with us. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
2: Talks me and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Eddie Hearn joins us uh, shortly and uh, mm. they've had a press conference. New York and London have the uh, Povetkin fight for Anthony Joshua. We'll get his thoughts on that and all the goings on over in New York. Yes, well, It all went a bit WWE, didn't it? It did, really? yeah, but more on that later. Uh, Matt Ford joins us in the studio. Hiya, Matt. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you both as well. Pleased yeah. to be here. Mm. Um, Pleasure to
3: be back. It's pleased Pleasure to be back, that's yeah, right. We've yeah, we've
2: invested a little bit in the studio since you were last here, I understand.
3: This is incredible. Yeah. It's like seeing an ex that's really, really, really <laughs> blossomed <laughs> since the breakup. <laughs> this is remarkable. Good on you. This is great. Working
2: air con, you're, you're enjoying that today, The aren't lights
3: are it? on. It's cool. Yeah. The microphones work. Oh, it's fantastic. People, <laughs> people in the gallery who smile. Yeah. It's well, oh, been a revolution. You. You, know, to be alive. So you,
0: you did the warm up for a season, didn't you? The that's Saturday right. Yeah. Morning, and then, but
3: you did pre- prior to that. You did quite a lot of overnight. And oh my that feels so long ago now. Because I used to. Get, I mean, overnight radio. I was kind of one of the last people. And mm. talk sport that was doing it before it went all sport. Mm. Yeah. So you'd just talk about anything. Yeah. And you'd end up I can see how people end up at the extremes of arguments because you'd start off talking about, you know, whatever it was, you know, conflicts abroad, you know, should Britain commit troops? And then people aren't phoning in for that. So you go, Would you join the army? And then yeah. you then you get to who would you shoot? You know, yeah. you just end up having these ridiculous <laughs> yeah. phone-ins. And then people would phone in on the smallest details. I remember one morning. Yeah, you know, the, the moment the papers come in at five in the morning, you think, well, this will give the show a bit of energy. You know, react to this. <laughs> and it's just some throwaway comment: gay um, adoption. It was about Elton John and David Furnish had just adopted. I said, well, this is brilliant. You know, hundreds. All of a sudden, all these people opposed to gay adoption mm. crawled out of the woodwork. You know, for the final hour, You just think, oh my god they're obviously
2: early risers the the (laughs) anti-gay adoption homophobes get up early (laughs) that could be the name of next year's show because this year's one is called Brexit (laughs) through the gift shop well
3: you you paused slightly after that do you think that's a good title I think it is a good title I hope so because I came up with it and I thought yeah I think it's good, and then the moment you see it written down, you think, "I think I've made a massive error." No, I think
2: I think <laughs> like, this is awful. I think it's good, and uh, I'm I just slightly worried there won't be a great deal for you to
3: talk about. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> over the next month, yeah. I've always made a virtue out of the fact that oh, this show was written late because everything's changed. I did at the back of my mind think actually this year yeah. I've been given a bit more time. I can you know really get it honed mm. and that, and then obviously it's all kicked off again. Not just in the last week, but today. Mm. So I've just had to scrap loads of stuff. I've got about an hour's worth of stuff that to throw out overnight. But yeah, you kind part... of made a rod for your own back. It's true because mm. with a subject like this,
2: it's fast moving, and throughout yeah. the course of the month at Edinburgh, you're going to have to be changing it on a fairly regular basis. Oh, no, I know. It's
3: remar- I mean, even with Trump, obviously, it's really hard not to make the whole thing about about yeah. Donald Trump and the things the things that he. Do- I mean, even just this thing with Putin. Yeah. But stands next to him because I don't think, it, by the way, that they would have got involved. In the American election, I think they're good people and I think they've got a great country, by the anyway. And then he, when he's next to him, obviously he hasn't got the, the cojones to, to attack him. And then the moment he comes back, the best he can do is it. I didn't mean to say that. What I meant to say was that he would do it. Yeah. And I would say that again. Yeah. It, just, it was such a that was, the, I think his best one ever.
0: It's, yeah. it. it's a top. But do you not Trump. feel that there's something kind of Teflon about him because he has this massive groundswell of support? Who love everything he does, and therefore, you know, people have tried to satirise him, and and he's not a difficult target, I don't think. And but it's not effective, is it? Sometimes you satirise people, and it works because people sort of chime in with it, and
3: I agree with that. And yeah, look at that person; they're ridiculous. But with him, it doesn't seem to have any effect. The real tragedy with him is that once these people get elected, it's then very hard to do something about it. Mm. Because all the things about him being unprofessional, about him being disrespectful, about him being genuinely prejudiced, would usually have killed any other campaign off. They didn't kill him off. Mm. So all this stuff is just priced in. People in America said, well, this is kind of what we voted yeah. for. We know that he's inconsistent. We know that he's wild. That doesn't bother us. Yeah. And that's the real challenge, whether it's Brexit, whether it's Trump or whether it's anything else. Once discipline goes and it gets rewarded at the ballot box, yeah. what incentive is there for rules? So, um, But it's funny, I should stress. Yeah. I mean, It's it's, it's, yeah. it's a comedy show that <laughs> I will course, be putting on at the uh, Edinburgh
2: Festival. Did, 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 <laughs> does, uh, do you manage to squeeze any sport slash football into it at any point?
3: Yeah, well, I have. I've managed to get a little bit. With the World Cup being in Russia, that's kind of helped. Yeah. Um, So I've got a bit about... I mean, this may be a little bit too close to home, but certainly the television commentary, I thought, was... uh, Yeah. I mean, on the one hand... I mean, there was one bit where I think Danny Murphy said... um, Now, I didn't expect... Pundits to criticise the Putin regime, but nevertheless, mm. you have to be very aware that you are handing a PR coup to someone like Putin. When you, I think there was something Danny Murphy said. You know, I know there's been a lot of controversy about this one, but you know, we've been very well looked after. Yeah, and like, don't conflate <laughs> human rights abuses <laughs> with accessibility to Wi-Fi. Like, there is. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, don't yeah. get. You can absolutely say thank you to the people who've looked after us, but that doesn't excuse what yeah. Vladimir Putin does. Yeah, you, does, you, you, like. you, we were out there, and you yeah.
0: are aware of that because the people were nice. It was a great World Cup. Yeah, we were well looked after. We were well treated but you in the back of your mind yeah you know what football is That's... you know how football is used by politicians and you think I mean, yeah.
2: while we were there i mean you can influence you can influence attitudes you can influence the way that mm. everything works and everything runs properly and, and, and you want to actually be a window on your country and make it look good but fundamentally you can't really change the attitudes of the people That's right. and yeah. the attitudes of the people that we found and and their, and their attitude towards mm. us was fantastic, you well, know. They, like- they would say that to us. And politics is politics, but we're just like average joes, just living our lives like you are, and on that level. It, it was great to actually interact with them, and you'd like to think they couldn't be got at in that sense,
3: of course. And you don't, you can, you know, never judge a country on its government. Mm. Now, there are always going to be people that disagree with mm. it that don't want to live, and particularly countries like Russia, where to some extent people can't still freely express themselves if they want to survive or have a career. Um, so there's only so far that punditry could have gone in, in challenging, yeah, uh, the regime. But it, when you hear comments like that, you do slightly think, "Well, come on, you know, that's not that was ne- people's issue was never the accommodation that the pundits were going to no, have. No, absolutely, <laughs> wider, absolutely you know, What about Forest this season? Oh, that's it's so weird. exciting! Yeah, because not, not, when the new owners took over, it was exciting. They put in a great chairman, Nick Randall. Uh, The the off-the-field stuff has been sorted now. The Fawaz era was was chaos and carnage Mm. and and ruin, really, behind the scenes. Even though it was done with the best of intentions sometimes, this is completely different. The Maranakis family-owned Olympiacos have had great success there. The money we've spent in this transfer window, I think it's almost 70 million quid. Really? Yeah, we signed Carvalho from Benfica. Like, I think because of the World Cup, there has rightly not been a, a focus on domestic football and as, as is the way with the championship, it doesn't get not William, spotlight. Not William Carvalho. Yeah, no, not him. Oh, sure. no, no, no. Sid Carvalho. <laughs> yeah. Sid Carvalho, yeah. yeah okay. Forrest, Forrest has spent big and he's yeah, put the money where the mouth is. You beat Malaga 3-0 yesterday, I understand. And don't forget the drubbing of Lincoln Redimps. 5-0. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, wow. The man. Maltese Giants. Yeah, you know, the were signs Progress last season, beating Arsenal in yeah. the FA Cup was one of them. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was fantastic. Mm. Yeah. It was a real thrill. So things have incrementally improved, but I think to get out of the Championship, you do need radical change. And other clubs have been able to do it, smaller than us, like Brighton and Bournemouth and uh, Huddersfield. Yeah. And I, I like to think I'm one of those Forest fans that thinks that other fans quite like Forest. Well, that, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. one of those clubs. Aren't a right? i a great old name. I would be sorry to see him come you? back.
2: Certainly. <laughs> So
3: um, you are on at Pleasant's 4th, 8.30. 8.30, from the 1st to the 26th of August. So I'm going to miss the start of the season, as always. Oh, wow. But there's always, there's always a couple of pubs up there that will put Forest Games on for you. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah, because of like because of Robbo and uh, because of John <laughs> Robertson and Burnsy. There's like a whole Scottish Forest contingent. Oh, right, there, OK. Isn't? That's I remember, brilliant. I think it was Forest Reading on the opening game of the season years ago. <laughs> and A pub that had promised to show it hadn't. So I'm walking around Edinburgh trying to find somewhere. No one was showing it. I went into this bikers pub called Bannermans yeah. just to console myself and have a pint. And the landlord's like, looks like a hell's Angels. Like, you're going to eat their pie. You're looking wee bit upset here. I said, man, some guy at the road promised to show the Forest game, but he's showing the Hibs Heart style. He said, mate, i put it on new, Puts the game on in this biker's <laughs> really? pub, turns the jukebox off, <laughs> and never forget John Robertson and Kenny Burns' <laughs> <That's> <laughs> What brilliant. a legend. It's, yeah. right. it's brilliant.
1: Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
3: That's burrow.com slash ACAST. borough.com slash ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport.
2: Well, Hawksby and Jacob's here on TalkSport. Matt Ford, comedian, uh, will be joining us a little bit later on, we'll talk a bit of Feist, that's his team, and tell us about his new show. And uh, as we're just hearing there from Victoria, the... The Common Select Committee are going to be hearing from various experts, and uh, they're going to be hearing their thoughts on whether Wembley should be sold or not. Rob Harris from Associated Press is going to keep an eye on that for us this afternoon. As she just said, Gary Neville is not keen, um, and he'll be telling them why later on. Oh,
0: really? Yeah,
2: he, he thinks it'll
0: be a, a huge error, and they'll regret it. And he's not altogether sure how the money will be spent. But uh,
2: on the I basis, think that
0: is the biggest yeah. question. You know, it's a lot of money, and it could do a lot of good. But you don't want it squandered. Well, you know, there'd be an awful lot of public scrutiny if you do end up
2: selling the stadium. You know, there would be a kind of checks oh, of and balances. Well, People would want to know where so. that money had gone to see, to see something yeah. tangible, wouldn't you? Really? Well, you'd so hope so. so, But on that basis, I can't see a problem with it. It seems to make sense, doesn't it? I, I think so, no, but, you not, know, know... They're not a stadium company. They're the Football Association. No, no, they're not yeah, there to run a football stadium, really. I mean, it's bit a, of a, a different skill, too. isn't it? <laughs> no, no,
0: absolutely, definitely. Fine if it's bringing in lots and lots of cash, but... I'm not altogether sure either. And it stops that thing that people love of England playing around the country, which yeah. Seems to be very very popular, but they'll still play at Wembley anyway. Oh yeah, no, the big games, of course. Yeah, no, still be football at Wembley. There's got to be yeah. exactly. Uh, Jeff Muldoon uh, from Runcorn has written to the has he? Sun. Yes, oh, I, thought, I don't know him. Where's well, he come I know, from? I know Jeff. Yeah, yeah. he said there's been <laughs> there's much being said about the BBC wasting money on TV presenters. Perhaps someone should ask why Gary Lineker and the BBC's other World Cup presenters were commentating while sitting in mm. a studio in mm. Russia watching telly. Why couldn't they do that at home? Whoever organized that one should be fired immediately. That lovely thing that people yeah. have these days calling for someone's head is very popular. Well, you know, being out there and absorbing and being part, if they hadn't gone, they would never have had that feeling of what it was like to be in Russia. Mm. So I think it was perfectly justified. I mean, would I you have know. had
2: Alan Shearer singing Lionel Richie songs into a breadstick unless they were out there? Just ask yourself that. <laughs> well,
0: that's and a great what, moment. What, yeah, <laughs> of course it was. It wasn't. So that wouldn't happen
2: unless they'd gone all no, no. gone out together
0: on the pop in Moscow. Let's be honest. And uh, breaking news from Fred in Haydock, who wrote to the Star with this one. He said, <laughs> "He said, Fred I think, in Haydock. I think I know why none of the so-called ultra football hooligans never caused any trouble at the World Cup." President Putin is a very close friend of the gang of Hell's Angels called the Night Wolves. I think that the Ultras were given due warning about them. And yeah, of course. We all know that. It's not actually breaking news, is mm. it? Brilliant. The Night Wolves. I don't know who the Night Wolves were. Uh, I don't know if they're familiar with the Night Wolves. That they play at Molyneux.
2: And we mentioned Jack Rodwell earlier mm. on. It's a bit, become a bit of a symbol for everything that was wrong at uh, Sunderland. Mm. I had no idea I'd missed this story. I'd just gone back to the Chronicle uh, up in Sunderland and apparently he tore up his contract. Tore it up. Yeah, I wonder if... I mean, they, they're sort of figurative. Not I wonder, shredding. I wonder if he actually did it. <laughs> yeah. If he stood there in front of the ground and ripped it into four bits and then lobbed it in the air. Well, I think,
0: you know... Look, I have no doubt to think that he's not a decent bloke. And in the end, it must have been embarrassing, even yeah. for him. You know, look, it was his contract. He signed it. He earned it. But 70 grand a, a week. How much did you say? Well,
2: £4,700 a minute of all the time he spent on the pitch. In, in he scored first one goal, didn't he, or something yeah, like that? It something
0: like that. wasn't great, really, no. Um, Colleen Rooney and the family will join Wayne. What a great band they were. <laughs> Tremendous, yeah. aren't they? They'll join Wayne in the US. Of course they will. Uh, despite finalising work on their £20 million mansion mm. does it really cost as much as that uh who knows but of course they're not what they're going to just abandon it <laughs> because he's gone to play in america for a couple they're of just years just balled out <laughs> well i don't think they will actually um colleen announced wishing a daddy and my wayne all luck happiness and success in america it's a move we're going to do as a family so we all she's actually said this herself she wants to try and continue their marriage oh yes mm. that's right that's right has told that's right in the past uh, a source has oh yeah said, yes uh, colleen wants them to stay together as a family it means she'll be able to keep an eye on him too i don't know who this source was but i doubt they actually exist shall uh, i, I, I shall tell you something yeah i know you like a bit of an inside
2: track there yeah. again uh, I, I i can't i can't tell you the source of this story but someone someone oh, I, right. I i know uh, was that uh, a family gathering Involving the Beckhams, the Full Clan, the kids, oh, yeah. David, Victoria, all of them,
0: very recently. Yeah, right. well, they are part of your family, so I'm not. No, they're, no they're not
2: part. They're, look, they're, when you know, who do you think you are? It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. But somewhere down the line, we're, we're distantly related. I'm still writing the begging letters, but no, um, they were all at this event, and uh, they were lovely. This is what I get back from... Oh, I
0: hear this of everybody who's... who's they never. were fantastic.
2: Yeah. Very down-to-earth, great with everybody, yeah, chatting I with everybody, know Tom not Mott, at all standoffish. Tom Watt wrote his
0: book, and he told me this exactly. Yeah. He said he's a really lovely fella. So, you know,
2: they, 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 there's a lot of rot written about them. an awful lot of the time. There but is. When he comes down to it, you get a first-hand account from someone who says they were great, they were brilliant with everybody. So no, they, and now, and again, now and again, you should hear I think that, it's I think.
0: the brand Beckham thing that gets up people's noses a bit, you know. That is very cultivated. So, you know, as much as however nice they are, and I'm sure they are... That becomes a bit tiresome, doesn't it? You see this bloke on a motorbike. We <clears not throat> have to narrow that down a bit. I've probably motorbike. seen him out of five. It's not a motorbike, a mountain bike. <gasps> oh, okay. Who <laughs> leapt? He <laughs> could a "Bloke have been a mo- on a motorbike have, or a mountain bike." It could have been a motorbike been an evil Canival, but or his son. But the mountain biker leaps over the Tour de France uh, sort of leaders. He basically waited for them to come along, and he was waiting up a sort of the side of a hill yeah came down the hill and just flew over the top of their heads and there he is wow that's bad how dangerous is that yeah it certainly is could have been an absolute disaster I mean mm. I don't know what these people are thinking but there you go anything else Uh not really oh yes this columns I think they're as de- de- desperate as we are at mm. this time of the year Uh, This one in the star today. Usain Bolt joins football club in Australia. Hosepipes banned in UK. Any other women like me making totally wrong connection here? Seen him run up close. Lycra, good, baggy football shorts, not. Objectifying men? Absolutely. She actually (laughs) got paid for that. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Well done. Sounds like a good read. And Anne Lynch, this is a Guardian waste of ink. Mm. She said, after the terrible visit of the misogynistic President Trump... It was pleasant to see the Guardian celebrating the birthdays of 20 women out of a total of 33 people on the 14th of July. (laughs) Go around counting it. Does that really? make any difference
2: at all? Well, we're not going to play the birthday spread now, are we? No. Tell you what we can play, though, Andy. Oh, yes. Um, Yesterday, we brought you Sue Barker or Chewbacca. Okay. Um, Apropos and nothing, just that their names sound a little bit alike. Yeah. Um, And so um, there'll be, we just thought we might bring you today, just as a mild diversion, play along at home, if you will. Jar Jar Binks or Harry Harry Winks? Okay. um, Probably one of the least popular Star Wars characters of all time. I'm not particularly familiar (laughs)
0: with how Harry speaks, although I'm not even that sure I know how Jar Jar speaks.
2: Okay. Well, they've got quite different voices. So this one... Shouldn't be too difficult. So, uh, Andy, let me give, put you at the test because you didn't do very well no, yesterday. No, okay, give me, give me is a chance. Because um, you don't hear Harry speak a lot. It's true. This no, might no, be quite yeah. difficult. So is this Jar Jar Binks or is this Harry Winks?
0: No, no, Mr. Starr. That would be Jar Jar.
2: No, it's Harry Winks. Was actually. it really? Yeah, it was in, in the dressing room after the Swansea game last season. <laughs> really? Chatting to Steve Wilson. <laughs> okay, fine. So, uh, okay, so there's one wrong. That's not very good, well, it's is not it? Good, not wrong. a great okay. start there. Uh, have a listen to this one.
3: Yeah. FA singles, FA doubles. That's how we called it. Yeah, but um, yeah, that, those are the days.
2: Oh, I know that one. That's Jar Jar. It is Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, we all remember that as quite an iconic moment from all the Star Wars. For all the Star Wars fans really. Yeah. Joining I thought in. I'd get that
0: one. Yeah, well done. So yeah.
2: that's one out of two. So okay. have another one.
1: No again, no again. The bees hereabouts about not
0: Oh, that's Jar Jar, isn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, I've got to be honest. It was. It was Jar Jar <laughs> okay. Binks. I can't okay. argue with it. Have a listen to
2: this one. Okay
0: something a little bit more upbeat, something to get yourself, you know, a little bit, uh, wake yourself up, especially if it's an early start. Oh, that's Jar Jar as well. Don't be an idiot. It's Harry Winks, mate. <laughs> talking about football. What are you talking about? I it was Jar Jar in a similar voice. Yeah, that one wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. let we'll just have okay. one more. Okay. One more, Andy. Yeah. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Okay. Here we yeah. go.
1: Moira? Moira did you speak?
0: Yeah, that was Harry again, wasn't it, speaking of Steve it was. Wilson? It was. Well done.
2: <laughs> Harry Winks there, getting quite excited after a narrow 1-0 victory.
0: So uh, there we are. I that can't was, wait um, for uh, CP3O or Theo. Yeah, well, uh,
2: Bob and Arbroath has suggested that we bring you Yoda or Glenn <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Might just do that, we will. <laughs> good, yeah. uh, possibly next That's week. That's a good idea. Making. The jab of the heart on Nicky Butt. I mean, uh, all good. Yeah, well, you say good. I mean, I think, I think. Let's be honest. Even after two, it's
0: diminishing returns. <laughs> well, it this whole show's been diminishing returns from the word go. Oh, okay.
3: Well, there <laughs> we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. <laughs>
2: Tell Tim Vickery lives in Rio. It's a, it's a touch chilly in this studio. Well, not Blame on. him; it's freezing.
4: You've got your own ecosystem here, <laughs> would
2: not you? <laughs> it, it, the thing is, it starts off. Uh, Mr. Brazil right. runs a bit hot, you see. So uh, he likes it. Very, he likes
0: it very chilly in here. To but remind whereas, him
4: of the of the highlands. And, yeah. <laughs> <And all laughs> whereas
0: it's Jim White likes, it, likes it nice and warm, so it gets very toasty. So we turn it down. But then by the we've end, we've gone, gone too the show, far.
2: Just, anyway Tim look, It's lovely to see you In the flesh You're a flying visit The UK and...
4: Just think A week ago It yeah. all happened so quickly A know, week ago we, we were, were thinking, yeah, yeah And then at half time You're thinking We're going to be In a World Cup We're going to be In a World Cup final That's a week ago Times wing chariot And all that Indeed.
0: I yeah, know. No. What can you do?
2: So, uh, we've got to start with Allison. That's the, the big money deal everybody's talking about. Um, 67, just show us 67 million pounds. What do you make of that valuation?
4: Uh, well, if if I had 67 million pounds, I'd probably spend it on a few more suits just to keep myself warm in the <laughs> <Yeah>. studio. <laughs> it's an overcoat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very good goalkeeper. Excellent goalkeeper. Very, very calm and he got the brazil gig um not after a great deal of experience back in 2015 on the say-so of tafarel you know and tafarel he played three world cups for brazil with with barely a mistake in him uh, and he said this is the one go with this one and they did uh, and he never let them down uh, done extremely well at lazio and we've seen two sides of him in Lazio because his first season there, he didn't get a game. Do you mean Roma or did he play for Lazio? Oh, sorry, Roma. Yeah, Roma yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I've got Philippe Anderson on the brain. On the brain. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah, him in yeah. a minute. Roma, um, he's sort of two sides from there because the first season he didn't get a game. Mm. No worries. Did his job. Waited his time. Bided his time. And then come the second season when uh, when the other fellow had moved on and he he got his place, had a wonderful season. Uh, I think he's... Uh, he's um, Psychologically prepared to deal with the pressure, although he did break out in acne just before the World Cup. Oh wow! uh, Did he? Yeah, kind of pressure of 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 defending Brazil in in
0: in the World Cup. So uh, poor lad. uh, Well, it's a lot of pressure playing for Brazil. (laughs) Yeah, we saw with Neymar, and
4: And obviously the one thing that he has to do now is learn the language because a goalkeeper must be able to communicate with with his defence. So and also
0: dealing with the Premier League, which is you know we've seen goalkeepers come into the Premier League. Some do brilliantly straight away, like uh, Edison. He did, yeah. Is is Edison? I mean, who who's the better keeper in your opinion? I mean, obviously the Brazilian manager thinks it's Addison, yeah, well, Edison. Yeah, what Edison's pretty impressive.
4: Uh, Edison offers more with, with his kicking. He offers, and that, that's why Guardiola went for him. You know, he saw you know, we've got a little, a little kind of Manuel Neuer here without without the extravagances of uh, of, of going up the other end and playing left wing against South Korea, uh, and, mm-hmm. and and that's what and that that was a a real pressure signing because they got it wrong with Claudio Bravo, weren't they? Trying to do that thing first. Mm. So that was a pressure signing and Edison did very well. It's a lovely problem for a Brazil manager to have, you know, to have those two goalkeepers. Mm. And had Edison got in there first... Maybe he would he would have been uh, he would have been a first choice goalkeeper, but he was a little bit off the radar screen. Alisson took his chances, never let Brazil down, and uh, I think Liverpool are, are in the process of getting themselves a, a, a competent uh, and very fine goalkeeper
2: uh, across uh, the city. Long uh, arms,
4: big arms, is that, big that's, arms, that's... not quite Courtois. But his arm's a little bit like pipe cleaners. What is, he, no, is, is he about 6'5? Is he a big Something one? like that.
2: Yeah, 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 he's a big lad. Okay. okay, well, that's going to be interesting. Um, and as you say, all those things about not settling, as he's been in Europe, that probably won't be an issue. You often talk about players finding it difficult to adjust, but we won't have any of those sort of problems.
4: No, it's a new language. Yeah. Um, and as I say, that for a goalkeeper, you know, for a striker.
2: Firmino's there, though, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Evertonians are interested to find out more about Malcolm, who'd been linked to Spurs and one or two other teams. No one had quite taken the chance could make the deal happen with Bordeaux but it seems Everton are very close £30 million quid initially it looks saying.
4: like it although I thought he would and this is no disrespect whatsoever to Everton I thought he was going to hold out for a Champions League club right um may so maybe be, you, you never know what's going on behind the scene the, the scenes maybe they're trying to flag him up and smoke out another bids um but if everton get him I think he's very very exciting he he's he's a player of that kind of position mm-hmm. where Brazil produce a lot. Um, there are one or two positions where they're a little bit lightweight, but those strikers from wide places, from in wide spaces, they produce so many of them. Um, he, was a, he was a child sensation at Corinthians, and then what I really like is he went to Bordeaux, and he's no longer the protected kid anymore. He's suddenly the big money signing, and he's, he's, he's done... How
0: physical is he? Well,
4: he's, a, he's, a, he's a kind of little ball, so uh, there's a little bit maybe of, uh, of Douglas Costa in him.
0: Okay. I like him. He's good. I wonder if he'll be available. Uh Richarlison uh, who's Yeah, well, was and... this
4: is um i for a point from from the Everton point of view mm. is it one or the other? Uh you can mm. play him on different flanks because one's right-footed and 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 the other's the, the other's left-footed. But uh are they going to go for 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 them both, you know, with, with the manager having worked successfully with Richarlison at Watford who started excellently he tailed off a little bit sec- second, well, second half second of up, the but I think you made the point he's played so much football I and mean, Watford won't want
0: to lose him because the first half of the season he was excellent he was great yes and um, uh, I-,
4: I would, I would Im- imagine that The the tailing off has less to do with defenders finding him out, more to do with the fact that he'd just gone months and months and months without a break. And obviously, at some point, that catches up. I think
0: Alexis Sanchez will be the same thing. I think he'll have a much better season this season. Agreed. Again, he's played season after season, Copper America after Copper America, World Cup. You know, in the end, these blokes have to have some kind of. This is the longest. He's just had a a summer off to play with his dog. You know, he'll he'll come back a different proposition.
2: Uh, Now, let's ask about. uh, uh, Felipe uh, Anderson as well and uh, Balbuena is the other player that um, has mm. been bought Fabian Balbuena by Darren in St, Barry St Edmonds I take he's a he West Ham him, fan he? Once, he's gone there as well <laughs> Darren in Barry St Edmonds they're, they're spending money for fun <laughs> so what can you tell us about uh, the start with Felipe Anderson
4: oh, he's, he's a record signing uh, he is I think a gloriously West Ham player in that I, I wouldn't expect him to do it all game, every game. I would expect him to have flashes of brilliance. When uh, when I think back of him, a Brazilian football, he played with Santos, the same same club as as Neymar. Mm. The image I have is it's just the, the coach. Balling him out almost non-stop for being a bit of a dreamboat he is a bit of a dreamboat uh, lo- lovely skill he can turn and spin and run and commit defenders and uh, he's, 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 he's got a lovely right foot you'd be a little bit concerned by the fact that his second season in Italy was much better than some of his subsequent seasons and uh, you, you wonder about him and, and and Arnie in the same in the same lineup together. You know you've got two who can who can flicker very brightly or or, or, or perhaps flicker out. Uh, but he's such a West Ham player in that he'll come up with a few. Fantastic moments per season, mm. but I, I don't know if you'd bank on him every week.
0: What about? But we'll come to Balbuena in and say, "What about Pellegrini himself?" Because there's one thing managing City with all their talent. But how do you think he'll go at West Ham? He's, he's got a good record working in different types of clubs. He did yeah, well, he's, well, in Spain, f- didn't he? Yeah, yeah,
4: a fabulous track record and a, uh, a calming presence that's good for dealing with egos. I think so. Uh, I think he's exactly what West Ham need. A, a, a class act. For for the ambitions that the club have, mm. Balbuena again I doubt a little bit, and he's he's from the old traditional kind of nightclub bouncer style of Paraguayan centre back. <laughs> you know, you know, he's not on the list, son. You're not coming in. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's coming up 27. He's been playing with Corinthians in Brazil, who are very very organised. It's a very organised defensive unit. And I th- often think that centre back is the hardest position to come across straight from South America, hmm. uh, and he's a little bit ponderous. And I can see, and uh, at the age of nearly, t- he's twenty seven next month, so he hasn't really got much of a sell on value. I can see him. I can see him struggling a little bit. Uh, m- maybe a little, bit reminiscent of his compatriot Alcaraz. You had a terrific World Cup, two thousand and ten. Um, played Premier League with Wigan and all right, and Everton not not quite so well. Was found out there has been a, li- a little bit ponderous. Is it a big pitch, West Ham? Their, their new stadium.
2: Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
4: that 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 would be a, a bit of a concern. He, mm. he might be a little bit slow for it. And the last time I saw him, just before the World Cup, he played a, a friendly for Paragon against Japan. Uh, and uh, he, together with the Paraguayan defence, just collapsed. They conceded four goals in about 20 minutes in the second half. So I'd, I'd be a bit bit concerned about him being a bit ponderous for the, for the Premier League.
2: So there we are. That was this afternoon show. We're back tomorrow from uh, one. And um, what are you watching <laughs> tonight? personally more
0: cricketers of the 50s. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Great. So, have you, yeah, have you thought about what you might watch tonight? Is there's no football on end? No, yeah. no idea.
0: i will have to find something. Neighbours, I are... think. Tremendous.
2: Okay, Uh, have a great evening. Thanks for downloading us.
1: All More than you speak? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50